Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my channel or welcome back to my podcast, because some of you might be listening to this on my Written in the Stars by Rux podcast, which I launched uh, a few weeks ago. If you haven't checked it out yet, what are you waiting for? It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. So welcome back to uh, Written in the Stars by Rux. Today we are going to be talking about a natal chart topic and uh, more specifically how you can interpret planets in the natal chart placed in the sign of Aquarius. So we are going to be uh, going through the seven traditional planets. We're not going to be talking too much about the transpersonal planets because uh, those operate more at a collective and societal level and their placement by sign no matter what sign they're placed in, um, is less telling than their place in by house. But we are going to be diving into how you can interpret the sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, uh, Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius in your natal chart or in someone else's natal chart for that matter. Now, before we dive into the astrology topic of today, I have a few important things that I would like to mention. The first one is the following. I am a Western tropical astrologer. Therefore, all the videos, all the podcasts on my channel, on my podcasts, uh, on my podcast, they are all based on Western tropical modern astrology with a little bit of uh, Hellenistic astrology in there as well, just for the spice of it. Um, secondly, uh, for those of you who are interested in working with me for uh, personalized uh, readings and one-to-one consultations, which is something that I, um, I have been um, working with clients for, uh, for years now, you can find me on my website, which is written in the stars dash astrology.com. There are multiple types of readings that you can purchase from my website and you can choose from two options. The first option is live zoom call. The second option, if you prefer it, is audio recorded uh, only reading. Without further ado, let us dive into how you can interpret planets in Aquarius in your chart or in someone else's chart. Now, First and foremost, uh, let's um, let's talk a little bit about um, these two um, elements that we are analyzing today. So um, in natal chart interpretation, the most important element is by far, by far, um, the planets. The planets are the real MVPs because the planets bring a certain type of energy in our life. Or looking at it differently, you could say that each of the uh, seven traditional planets represent a part of our psyche that wants to express itself, that is waiting to manifest itself. They all represent uh, principles of our psyche. And sometimes they uh, operate at odds with each other. And that is absolutely fine. I haven't uh, met any single human person being on this planet who isn't suffering from internal conflicts. It's the nature of humanity, ultimately. So don't get phased by the fact that you might have planetary placements in your chart that seem to be operating at odds with each other. It is absolutely normal. And it's part of our journey in life in this uh, incarnation to um, find a way to maintain balance and equilibrium. Now, The planets, uh, to use a metaphor from cinematography in our chart, are the actors 
Each and every one of them wants to act out, wants to play out its energy. And the signs, on the other hand, are the costumes that the planets, aka the actors, put on. For instance, to give you an example, uh, the sun is our ego and um, the sun in Aquarius is going to act out very differently uh, compared to a sun in Cancer, for instance. Uh, the sun is always going to represent the ego and our sense of vitality and uh, our um, urge to express ourselves. But the way we are going to express ourselves in our, uh, in our life is going to differ based on the sign that the sun and every other planet is placed in. Now, let's talk a little bit about how the sun in Aquarius uh, is likely to play out uh, in someone's natal chart. So the sun governs our ego, our pride, um, the values that we want to embody, the values that we want to be applauded, acknowledged, and appreciated for. Uh, the sun is our sense of identity. Um, it's our hero journey in this lifetime. It's also what we aspire to be. So we become our son, or we try at least, <laughs> to become our son um, throughout our lives. Now, a son in Aquarius uh, may uh, pride itself um, on being part of a community, uh, on uh, feeling a sense of belonging to a wider group of people, to uh, a um, bigger cause, a greater cause than just its own individual and personal uh, life. Um, one of the major, major values that the sun in uh, Aquarius uh, upholds has to do with equality, uh, fairness, and respecting everyone's human rights and everyone's freedoms and liberties, uh, you could uh, you could say. Uh, the Sun in Aquarius also um, values a sense of friendship and community and bringing people together and generally tends to identify with um, the groups of people that uh, it belongs to because the Sun gives us our sense of identity and Aquarius is a sign that is very much concerned with um, social or humanitarian causes, uh, friends, groups of people, uh, technology, the future, and progress. Uh, the Sun in Aquarius may also want to be acknowledged and applauded and recognized for upholding very progressive values in sometimes a very <laughs> direct um, and uh, even combative way, uh, you could say. Um, now, the moon, uh, the moon principle, the moon energy in our chart uh, governs over our emotions, our subconscious, our feelings. Uh, it represents uh, our inner needs um, that make us feel safe and secure. And it also shows how we want to be nurtured. And the moon in Aquarius, how can you interpret this in someone's chart? Uh, well, uh, there is a very, very high chance that someone with uh, this placement might look at friends as some sort of family and might actually seek a family within the friendship group because the moon is also linked with domesticity and with home life. 
In terms of needs, you could very well say that the moon in Aquarius has a very, very strong need to belong to a tribe, to belong to a group of people, and uh, doesn't really feel at ease or at home if it doesn't belong or if it doesn't have this wider sense of community. How is the moon in Aquarius nurtured? Well, it is definitely nurtured by uh, social interaction, like uh, all um, moon and air signs. In general, there is a strong need to uh, socially uh, communicate, interact, exchange opinions, exchange information. However, the moon in Aquarius generally aspires to interact um, on topics that somehow are linked or serve a bigger cause, um, a cause that goes beyond the personal, that goes towards the collective, that uh, serves the collective in a certain way. Now, the moon also uh, governs over our feelings, and uh, you could say that the moon in Aquarius has uh, a way of detaching itself from feelings and emotions and trying to objectively analyze and dissect them. So there can be a bit of a fear here of expressing feelings and emotions very directly. And the moon also kicks in when we are uh, stressed, when we operate under stress, under tension. And uh, the instinctive reaction of the moon in Aquarius is to cool things off, to retreat, to cool down, to step away, and very likely to not react uh, conflictually or um, with uh, very high emotional intensity. On the contrary, uh, the moon in Aquarius might actually be put off by high emotional intensity. Now, how is Mercury in Aquarius likely to uh, manifest itself uh, when it's present in someone's uh, natal chart? Well, Mercury governs how we speak, how we communicate, how we express ourselves. Um, to a certain degree, it also shows what we think about because Mercury has um, a ruling over the logical mind. What, what part of the brain is that? the left side part of the brain, I think. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, folks. The, um, not the creative part of the brain, the logical part of the brain. That's what Mercury has domain over. So how does Mercury in Aquarius express itself? Uh, well, generally, uh, this placement is associated with having a certain ease, um, uh, of finding it quite, uh, easy to grasp abstract concepts, um, to grasp technological concepts quite easily, to talk and uh, communicate about uh, technological or very scientific uh, concepts. Um, generally, Mercury in Aquarius uh, enjoys addressing an audience and having a wider audience to uh, address itself to. And even when it's talking to an individual to in, in a one-to-one -one kind of like setup, um, there is this... Um, this air that it gives off uh, of uh, speaking on behalf of others and also speaking to a wider audience, speaking to groups of people. And generally, Mercury and Aquarius people also uh, may find it very easily to speak on behalf of others, to speak on behalf of the challenges of a group and to stand up for a group of people. Um, Mercury and Aquarius is um, associated um, with progressive thinking, original thinking, out-of-the-box thinking, weirdo thinking, you know, like me, Rux, here. Guilty as charged, Mercury in Aquarius here. Also the Sun in Aquarius, but you knew that already, folks. Um, independent thinking is also uh, a mark of Mercury in Aquarius. So uh, 
this uh, this type of placement tends to reach its uh, conclusions, uh, tends to reason independently and not allow itself to get influenced very easily by others. On the contrary, it's a very skeptical placement and also a very um, future uh, facing placement. Um, there can also be a certain ease uh, when it comes to um, communicating in uh, scientific language, such as computer programming, for instance, software development and the such. Now, if you have Venus in Aquarius, or if someone who uh, um, is in your life has this placement, Venus in Aquarius, Venus uh, is our love language. Uh, it is how we uh, attract others. It's our personal magnetism. But Venus also governs over values and what we appreciate in others. Um, it's also how we tend to relate to other people. So Venus in Aquarius can um, manifest itself as a someone who really appreciates and values um, independence and freedom and freedom of expression and individual expression in uh, in general and also who tends to be attracted to people who embody these values people who are not afraid to fly their freak flag high um, it is also uh, attracted and values Venus and Aquarius to authenticity um, to honesty, to transparency. Um, there is a very high chance, a very high likelihood that lovers are treated as friends and friends might be treated as lovers uh, because Venus is after all the planet of love. So relationships can very much occur within the group of friends, within the circle of friends. And this is probably one of the number one placements for the friend zone aspect um, in terms of how it approaches uh, romantic relationships. It needs a great deal of space uh, and uh, freedom and independence in romantic relationships. And it tends to give to the partner the same. Uh, it allows the other person to live out uh, their life without interference. And it uh, actually it's it's a placement that is very, very likely to hate. Um, constricting or restricting someone else's freedoms in any shape or form. Uh, if you want to put off a Venus in Aquarius um, romantically, try to control them, try to restrict them, try to rein them in, try to ask them where, where have they been, with whom, for how long, and why they didn't get home in time. And they're very likely to vanish out of your life. Um, in romantic relationships, uh, this is a placement that values a very, very strong mental and intellectual connection. And uh, Venus also shows what we love and appreciate in general and what brings us pleasure in day-to-day -day life. And there can be a very high um, appreciation of technology and gadgets. Now, if you have Mars in Aquarius or someone you know has Mars in Aquarius, uh, Mars governs our instinct of survival, our uh, stamina, how we assert ourselves, how we fight and what we are likely to fight for. So Mars in Aquarius is very likely to stand up and fight and um, assert itself and um, 
let out steam and anger for group causes. So it's going to be a massive, massive defender and protector of groups. Um, and also for friends. And there can also be um, competition between uh, friends, I would say. Um, Mars and Aquarius can also be a leader of groups and it can find it very easy to lead and to stand up in groups of people and uh, within big audiences. Um, how does Mars and Aquarius fight? Well, with objectivity, the facts, uh, the analysis, and with a certain degree of detachment and aloofness and coldness. So you're not going to see them kind of like get red in the face, but you're probably going to see them uh, start throwing uh, facts and numbers at you and uh, rational <gasps> arguments. Um, if you upset a Mars in Aquarius, then they're very likely going to give you the cold shoulder. So if they're not responding to your texts, then they're probably upset. Now, if you have Jupiter in uh, in Aquarius, uh, Jupiter um, is the great benefic, um, the bringer of good luck, of uh, privileges, of prosperity, and of optimism and faith. Uh, Jupiter shows where we feel lucky in our chart and what we have faith in. So uh, Jupiter and Aquarius might give someone uh, friends in high places and opportunities coming their way from um, friends in high places. Um, Jupiter and Aquarius gets a sense of faith and optimism and positivity in life uh, when it is surrounded by friends. Um, it believes in equality and fairness and giving everyone a shot and giving everyone equal opportunities. Um, one of its motos, mantras, motos, whatever you want to call it, um, because Jupiter also rules over philosophy, is probably going to be live and let live. Um, opportunities and benefits might come your way, Jupiter and Aquarius folks, uh, from groups of friends, from alliances, and from uh, the tribes and the groups of people that you identify um, with. Last but not least, friends can also be made whilst traveling or whilst finding yourself abroad. Um, and friends uh, might also be foreign in some shape or form. They might belong to a different culture. And um, friends can also act as mentors or the other way around, um, dear Jupiter and Aquarius people. Now, if you have Saturn in Aquarius, which is one of the placements uh, in the sky as we speak, so a lot of babies uh, born um, this year, uh, next year, and until March 2023 will have this placement. Um, so Saturn is the principle of duty, of responsibility. Saturn makes us feel like we're not good enough, so we got to work real hard um, in order to compensate. And if we run away from Saturn, then it makes us feel really guilty and bad and afraid and bitter. So the uh, remedy to Saturn is more Saturn. So Saturn and Aquarius, <laughs> what is your duty? Um, you might um, feel like you have a sense of duty to learn, uh, to accept, and also to um, bring into the mainstream um, those that uh, choose to live an alternative lifestyle, a conventional lifestyle, uh, those who choose to uh, live outside of the conventional norms and to help in some way um, for them to be integrated within the mainstream structures and rules and conventions and society. Um, because Saturn also has 
um, governance over traditions and laws and structures in society. Uh, there can also be a duty to um, understand and bring into the 3D reality, our material reality, the future and progressive ideas, very, very Aquarian indeed. Um, there might also be a karmic duty towards uh, helping fulfill a wider humanitarian goal. And this is very likely um, going to be part, to form part in some shape or form uh, of the career path that you choose because Saturn is also linked to career. Um, to contribute in a tangible, practical way to a greater social humanitarian goal. And if you are not doing that, then you might feel like uh, there's something missing in your life. Um, last but not least, uh, Saturn and Aquarius folks have a karmic duty to help reform an existing old school structure. Now, I'm not going to uh, take you through lists and lists of uh, very well-known Aquarian folk out there. Um, you probably have your own lists, those of you who are listening to this, but some famous Aquarius uh, sons are obviously uh, Abraham uh, Lincoln, uh, Charles Darwin, uh, Galileo Galilei, uh, Rosa Parks, Toni Morrison, um, Thomas Edison, of course, and uh, I found it very interesting the fact that um, Dmitry uh, Mendeleev, the uh, famous Russian chemist uh, who created the periodic table of elements, had his moon, Mercury, Venus, and Sun. I mean, we can know for a fact his Mercury, Venus, and Sun. We can't be really sure of the moon because we might not have his exact time of birth. But uh, essentially, he uh, revolutionized um, the world of chemistry as we know it. Aquarius has a very, very strong affinity with the world of science, uh, with technological revolution, with disrupting the status quo and bringing the future into reality. So whatever planets you have in the sign of Aquarius, that is a part of your psyche that wants to break free from the norm, wants to break free from conventions, wants to be um, free to express itself in a futuristic, uh, individual, uh, edgy, out-of-the-box way. So if you try to hold it in, to rein it in, to suppress it, it's really going to turn into a massive, massive rebel. Now, if you do not uh, want to identify with the part of yourself that you have uh, placed in the sign of Aquarius or with the planet that you have placed in the sign of Aquarius, you might actually project it onto others. So let's say you have uh, Mercury in Aquarius and uh, you actually have some placements in the chart that make you want to kind of like uh, bite your tongue when, you, when you're about to say something that goes against the norm or the uh, upheld belief. Um, um, and then you can project your Mercury in Aquarius in the seventh house onto the types of partners that you attract who can be very outspoken, very direct, very, very honest about their unconventional ideas and ways of thinking. So I hope uh, I hope I have given you some food for thought. Thank you once again for joining me today. It's been a pleasure to do this. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel or to my podcast, once again, uh, Written in the Stars by Rux, uh, the podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for, people? Um, you can also contact me, don't forget, <laughs> for personalized readings and one-to-one -one consultations through my website, which is writteninthestars-astrology.com. Happy Aquarius season. Happy Age of Aquarius, people. I will see you next time. Bye.